Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Match Ball. Welcome to the show. The Matchball 30 is our real-time journey. 30 years on game by game through the 1991-1992 season. I'm Dan Moylan and with me is Michael Normanson. Hello. And Moscow White. Daniel Chapman. Hello. We're back at Ellen Road and this is our curtain raiser. Sometime later than the rest of the division started, as we mentioned on the, the season opener, the disgraceful behaviour of the builders who are pissing about quite frankly at Selhurst Park meant we were starting later than everybody else because we couldn't play Palace at the weekend we've got a lot of glass to put in haven't they at Crystal Palace yes but they need to do it faster and it's Nottingham Forest today at Ellen Road spoke on the season intro about the Nottingham theme that seems to have been running through the summer seen uh, Robin Hood yet? Uh, yeah a few times yeah been to the cinema uh, got the got the uh, cassette of I've not got a CD player yet but yeah I've got the cassette of Brian Adams still number one I see it's a good song. It's a really good song. I think it, I can see it sticking around for a while. And to Ellen Road then, under the lights, the atmosphere, the warm, balmy summer evening in August against Big Spending Forest. Listen to this for a transfer fee. Are you ready? Two million pounds. Where will it end? And you'd hope you'd get something better than some like two-bit striker from Millwall for that, but that appears to be what uh, Brian Clough seems to like. Although they've also spent 1.6 million on an actual Tyler from Barnsley. So that's worse, surely. Yeah, you you probably wanted to get three quotes for that rather than just the one and going for the most expensive one. That feels like a bomb deal to me. The um, Well, even Brian Clough didn't seem all that convinced by him. He said that his, um, his scouts have told him that he's good. I mean, that's, so that's fine. I mean, if you trust your scouts, that feels not like a problem. A, an entry level uh, requirement for signing players. I don't know about you. Is he good? Yeah. Probably. Should we sign in then? Can do. For £1.6 million? Have you, have you seen any other players who are good? Yeah, some, yeah. I mean, that's what we've just paid for Rod Wallace. And uh, more than we've paid for Tony Dorigo. And more than half a million, more than uh, McAllister, Lukic. It's an obscene amount of money. And then that's before we're talking about whether Teddy Sheringham is worth two Gary McAllisters. And on the evidence of tonight's match, well, I don't think so. Although they have sold us Steve Hodge, who is a dud. Why can he not get in our team? Pathetic. <laughs> well, what a waste of money. So technically we've paid for part of Teddy Sheringham and or Carl Tyler. Mm. But they kept um, they kept Roy Keane in their midfield. Yeah, they seem to be building a midfield over there around um, Roy Keane, this Irish, I, I think he's still a teenager. Scott Gemmell, son of Archie. Nigel Clough, son of the manager. Just anybody, any old footballer who's got a kid. Basically, they can go and play for Nottingham Forest at the moment. Nepotism Forest, isn't it? Never mind Nottingham. 
See, that's a cleverer joke than yours. So, right back, bit of an issue heading into the game. Um, we've addressed the left back issue. Tony Dorigo, very exciting, signing from Chelsea, about to make his debut at Ellen Road. I heard someone booing, actually, when he was, his name was announced on the team sheet. It was coming from like the northeast corner. Right. Young lad, was it? Yeah, so young kid. Boo! Yeah. Why is Whitlow on the bench? Yeah. He was singing. It was, um, it was quite disruptive, to be honest. Don't know if you have any idea it could be. John McClelland. Do we need a right back? It does raise a, a question that Mel Sterland has, has had a hernia operation in the summer, therefore he's not fit to start the season. So we've had to put 45-year-old John McClelland in at, <laughs> at right back. Whereas on the other side, Tony DiRigo and Mike Whitlow duking it out for a, a starting position. I don't know. I mean, Tony Dorigo has basically got to prove that he's he's better than Whitlow to start with. Um, we mentioned after the older shot game that uh, Glenn Snodding's gone on loan to Oldham. Obviously, uh, Peter Haddock's not going to come back and Beglin's retired. But I think Whitlow is a perfectly adequate left back. Maybe if Mel Sterling's unfit and is going to be unfit for a while, then a right back was a more pressing Need and we don't. We're not like Nottingham Forest, where we can be pissing two million pound away on a a player at a time, one point three million to cover a position where we already had a very very good player. Perhaps frivolous, isn't it? Mm. Completely. And Whitlow as well. When you look into the future, Whitlow is one of the few players that Leeds United have who is under twenty five. There's him, Batty, Speed, Simon Grayson. That's basically it. Although now we've signed Rodden Ray Wallace, that lowers the um, average age a, a bit. Whereas Mel Sterland, he's 30, not getting any younger, and his replacement is John McClelland, who... Uh, <laughs> I mean, he was 40 when we signed him. And he's he's 50 now, and that's only in the time since I said he was 45, <laughs> so he's aged that much. <laughs> so um, who is going to play right back in the future seems like a, a bigger question than um, who is going to play left back in the future. The answer to that could have been Mike Whitlow. Hopefully Tony Dorigo will turn out all right. This late era, Brian Clough, I've got an idea about maybe why he didn't bother scouting Carl Tyler. It's because he was too busy throwing shade in the newspapers, retreading those uh, those same tired tropes about Leeds United managers that he uh, he trotted out on ITV against Don Revie. Can anyone do a Brian Clough voice? I mean, you're aiming that at one person there, aren't you, really? It's because I'm not doing it. <laughs> I mean, it feels a bit mean picking on Brian Clough at this point because not wanting to make light of it, he was, he was with the drink at this stage, wasn't he? he the Brian Clough we see at this period is very different to the the Brian Clough that was on telly in the 70s, isn't he? He looks kind of knackered. But yes, I can do a Brian Clough. <laughs> <laughs> he is in the newspapers with his paid-for newspaper column, picking on basically as many managers as he could name. Big Ed Wilco gets on. That's not it. <laughs> Sounds a bit mank, though. It does, doesn't it? Um, Brian Clough, like that. Nottingham, like this. Big Ed Wilco gets on my wick. That's quite good, that, actually. Maybe it was from Middlesbrough, wasn't he? So, uh, I don't know why <laughs> you were... Nottingham accent from the Middlesbrough native, <laughs> Brian Clough. Yeah, Big Ed Wilco, he he reckons that um, other managers in football have bigger heads than than him. And then he lists them. Uh, George Graham, Graham Souness, Neil Warnock. Oh, I don't know who the hell Neil Warnock is. <laughs> and then right at the end, he says, but if uh, he brings our manager into it. I need to get into the voice again. <laughs> but, if Wilco. But if Wilkinson joined us, I'm telling you, they would have to enlarge the entrance. Well, which entrance? Is that right? If they were trying to walk through a turnstile, a turnstile together. Right. Sorry, yeah, yes. they could. And I mean, I don't know if anybody, you're talking about five people walking five abreast through a 
a turnstile. It's not the size of the head. It's the narrowness of the turnstile. It's yeah, the I mean, point of a turnstile. Single single person entry, isn't it? It seems to be just lashing out in every direction. I don't know. I think Neil Warnock's presence in this is really telling because he's just brought up Notts County from Division Three to Division One. But before that, he was Scarborough manager. He's essentially he's an absolute nobody. But because he's manager of Notts County and Brian Clough is manager of Nottingham Forest, get the feeling he's just gone more. George Graham, Graham Souness, mm, Wilkinson. Who's that over there? I think with Warnock, his head does look large, but I think it's because of the no eyebrows. I think it makes you think his, mm. his forehead is bigger than it is. And there's probably, I mean, I don't know if this Neil Warnock character's got a big ego or not. It could be that because he's been at Notts County for, I think, like three or four years. Is he the guy who's always having to go at refs? He's always on the pitch yelling at him and stuff. Is that the, is that the right guy? I don't know a lot about him. He's, he's not really very... Well known, but that's what makes me think he's maybe been annoying the people of Nottingham, Brian Clough included, over the last three seasons. So he's now Brian Clough is in a national paper saying this Neil Warnock character's got a massive head, whereas the rest of us are like, how does he get into a conversation with George Graham, Graham Souness, and Howard Wilkinson and Brian Clough? But he must just be terrorising the people of Nottingham with his ego. <laughs> I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll grow out of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Wilco clapped back, though. Well, Wilkinson's in an awkward position with this because he's just been elected the chair of the brand new League Managers Association, which is supposed to bring all the managers together and then they can discuss issues and um, it's like a union for for managers that they've never had. They feel they don't have a, a voice in the game. There's the Players Association and obviously all the chairmen have the power, so the managers are finally organising with Wilkinson at the helm. And then he's got one of his managers in the first division having a go at him and lots of other managers all in the same column and Wilkinson does say uh, uh, Brian Clough is perfectly entitled to express strongly held points of view but I suggest that there are some areas in which it doesn't help the game or raise the status of managers I would look seriously at all paid for articles and ask why people want to do them I wonder why Brian Clough does want to do a paid for newspaper article. What Wilco's really saying to Brian Clough there is, Brian, fuck's sake, come on, what is this? They did apparently, um, there's been a phone call and they didn't sort it out at the match, but there's been a, a, a clear the air chat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
This league managers association, I, I imagine Wilco's tenure there in charge of that's just going to be a brief one. He's going to be too busy managing leads, isn't he? Well, maybe he's too big headed to let anybody else take over. <laughs> we'll, don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We will hear from that young man Clough again after the game. And uh, another young man, an Australian young man, which I can't wait to hear from. Uh, I hope you're ready, Michael. In the meantime, what happened in the game? Well, it was a winning start for the uh, 1991-92 season, although we're already falling behind, which is just shocking. Only three points on the board. Other teams pulling away from us already. Summer signings have uh, transformed the way we play, as you could see in this goal. Long throw, flick, shot. (laughs) Hey, if it it ain't broke, don't fix it. It automatically becomes more cultured because Gary McAllister scored it, so it's absolutely fine. And he didn't get many last season, so it's good to get him off the mark. Um, in the first game, we remember him, obviously, his last game for, well, his penultimate game for Leicester City featured a goal against us, a very good goal from the edge of the area, not dissimilar to this one in the end that nearly kept us down. And then he came up and there was a brilliant goal against QPR in the, it was either the League Cup or the Zenith Data Systems Cup. We were in too many cups last season um, as we we went through at length as we trawled through them all. But in the league, I think he got two. And for a goal-scoring midfielder, you're looking for, for more goals. So, good to start with one. It's a good strike, although you did wonder if Mark Crossley, who I believe Brian Clough has his nickname for him, is Shithouse. I think Shithouse, it sort of, he, he dived on the ball, but he didn't get enough of a contact on it, and it kind of went under his body. He was unsighted net. a bit, wasn't he? It was mm. through a bit of a crowd. Do you think Brian Clough will be will take that kind of excuse from Shithouse after the game? <laughs> We'll hear from him in a minute, but uh, just to run you through the rest of the the stuff that went on in the division this midweek. Everton-Arsenal, quite a big clash early doors, 3-1 to Everton, that one. Uh, Notts County, Neil Warnock's Notts County beating Southampton, which is a good result for them. Uh, All square, Bramall Lane between Sheffield United and West Ham. And then onto the Wednesday fixtures, Villa losing at home to Manchester United. Boo, scum, etc. Coventry, 5, Luton Town, Nil. That's going to upset any young Luton fans. They're in the in the big is that a big Midlands derby? Just checking in terms of geography. I start to struggle when you get to the East Midlands. Luton. It's kind of East Midlands, isn't it? <laughs> Luton, London, Luton. Have you not seen the airport? Oh, I, I try not to. I mean, you know, I'm only a teenager myself here, so I'm trying not to stray south of Sheffield at this point. <laughs> you know, maps are scarce in Bradford at this time. Uh, we got Manchester City two, Liverpool one, which is a big one. Oldham three, Chelsea nil. Ken Bates is uh, Chelsea losing out to the club that he used to own back in the day. And uh, QPR nil, Norwich City 2 leaves the table. Actually, I mean, I know I'm annoyed that we're, we're off the pace already, but we are still eighth. It's not bad with three points. Second season syndrome. That's what we need to avoid, isn't it? We'd be lucky to stay up. But a cracking atmosphere for this 1-0 victory and a good feeling in the air. And our new million pound left back, more than a million quid, a million and a third quid, was absolutely delighted with it. Can we hear from Tony Dorigo? Uh, I'll just I'll just bring him in. He's quite. He's, he's like he's not kind of a an outbacky rednecky kind of Australian, is he? Tony? He's like oh, hello. He's like. <laughs> I mean, the, he's Italian, really. The crowd here. Going to build that in. The crowd here are fantastic. <laughs> the crowd here are fantastic. The noise they made was incredible. And at the start, I wonder what the heck was going on. I looked to see if the roof was lifting off. It was brilliant. It's it. it it's the usual atmosphere at Ellen Road that I'm really looking forward to playing here. It'll be a big help. Oh, he's happy. Wilkinson's happy as well because he said, you could tell we hadn't had a game. 
as far as I'm concerned, this was a good one to get out of the way. Had we not been at our fighting best, we may well have lost it. Nice he's, boxing analogy. He's still really pissed off about that Crystal Palace game not going ahead and Nottingham Forest having the a game in their legs and sort of. I think they they won on opening day, didn't they? So he's kind of they had the uh, the advantage of a bit of momentum that Crystal Palace cruelly snatched away from us. Throwing shade at Aldershot, that's what he's doing. That's me. <laughs> they did their best. Um, nice words from Mike Casey in the Yorkshire Evening Post as well. Very, very impressed by our midfield. Seldom since the days of Johnny Giles have I seen a United side show so much trust in one another, is what he said in the uh, in the wake of this game, which I think is a fairly glowing endorsement to start referring to the uh, to the Reavy team like that. Reavy team obviously held in equally high esteem by one Brian Clough and Again, late era Clough is getting. Is he getting more twisty? Um, well, he was giving out hugs after the match. Offered one to John Hell. Well, no, actually, John Hell asked if he could uh, have one, and um, Clough was too busy with the the younger generation dishing out um, hugs to anybody who who wanted one. And quite spiky in uh, uh, his actual post match interview with with John Helm didn't like the implication that the atmosphere that Tony DiRigo was really impressed by might have in any way have affected his Nottingham Forest team. Here, a lot of managers say they find it the most intimidating atmosphere still in the game. Is this something that you talk to your players about? At Leeds? Yeah. That doesn't bother me at all. I got sacked here after 44 days. I stick Leeds up your, you know what? Yes, that's right. It doesn't intimidate me at all. And it doesn't intimidate any of our players. We've been beaten by a better side tonight. Uh, congratulations to, um, I didn't call him Big Head. <laughs> no, you got into trouble, I think, with that, did you, last week? No, I didn't. Because he's a big head. I mean, fair enough. I mean, not, not that he's still hanging on to the, the sacking, you know, a decade and a bit <laughs> later. I feel a bit sorry for John Helm there as well, because when he says he'll stick leads up his ass, John Helm goes, yes, that, that, yeah. that, that's right. As in, like, oh, you have a good night, mate. I think he was just relieved that he didn't actually go with an epithet, wasn't he? Because he, he kind of interviews, I'll stick leads up here, and he had John Helm going, yes, <laughs> yes. And um, and then he says, you know what? Yes, that's right. That's that's better than the other word. Thank you, Brian. Well, there we go. Off to a winning start. 100% record. And who is it next? Local derby. Sheffield Wednesday up from Division 2 with John Sheridan in the midfield. And, and who's their manager? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Still found it funny. Uh, we look forward to that one. We'll reconvene in a few days' time and we have the local derby against Trevor Francis's Sheffield Wednesday. The Match Ball. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 